Hello, dear listener of the Call Me By Your Game podcast. Your host here, Connor McCabe, making my way to you through a portal in the wall, and I'm just sticking myself through the other portal that leads to it that's in the same room. I'm looking at myself. Uh, today, uh, we are dropping a special preview of the latest Call Me By Your Game co-op episode, and this, these are not episodes that typically appear uh, on this made feed where I do the interviews with our wonderful guests. These are a different sort of episode that live exclusively in their full uh, capacity on our Patreon at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. This is one of the big ticket items uh, that we have over at Super NPC Radio. It's a monthly deep dive roundtable style episode where I sit down with a group of my favorite people to discuss a meaningful game to the entirety of us. Uh, it's a really fun thing. And this month we are talking about the iconic portal. This is episode 21, so there's 20 more that are living on that tier if you want to go check them out by subscribing, again, at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. So not only does it give you a chance to support the creators of this show and our entire network, but you get a lot in return. It's not the only thing that lives there. It's also where our Metal Gear Solid Games Club is currently airing, where a future Games Club will air, where the Legend of Zelda Games Club aired last year, book clubs, Stario chart, you name it, a lot is available here. So if you enjoy this episode and you want to hear the rest of it, or whether it's for just this month, or you want to end up subscribing for a longer period of time, feel free. Again, you can check us out at patreon.com slash super NPC radio and enjoy this episode with a few of my favorites, producer of the show, Jeremy Schmidt, Jacques Maladou, and Mikey Stevens. Uh, that'll do it for this preview and go ahead and enjoy the episode. Please welcome space-time observer Jacques Maladou. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. And I just want to be clear, as space-time observer, that I'm just a researcher and not a scientist. I get the data, and then I do nothing with it. <laughs> well, hey, someone's got to compile that all that information, right? So, Absolutely. Hey, you know, you may technically not be a scientist, but in my book, my friend, you are. So uh, thank you for making it here, Jacques. This is, I know that you were, you're definitely returning to the co-op format. You were on the Tony Hawk 1 plus 2 episode that we did a whole year and a half ago. Um, but I believe this is just your second. I haven't had you for a different one, correct? No, we did a competitive podcast where we were fighting the whole time, but we yeah. haven't done the co-op. <laughs> oh, well, hey, <laughs> finally, we're back here. Um we have two more wonderful guests with us. First of all, producer of the show, but more importantly, technology's expert, Mr. Jeremy Schmidt. I am a robot from the lab. Yeah, folks, he also voiced Gladys on <laughs> in the game we're talking about today. Um, uh, Jeremy, welcome back. A, I know you were also on the Tony Hawk episode with Jacques. Have one you, plus two, baby. Were you on another one with me, or have I just been yes. doing so many Metal Gears that I can't remember. I was on another one for sure. I do not remember what it was, but it was recent. <laughs> hey, all good. Uh, I'm sure if I, if I, you know, cared more, I'd look it up. But hey, buddy, thank you for being here. Producer of the show, extraordinaire, oh, yeah. my my freaking partner here at Super NPC Radio. And lastly, but not leastly, please welcome uh, also returning champion on the who's here for the very first co-op episode. I believe this is his third, if not fourth Cake eater, Mikey Stevens. Welcome back. Uh, and my and my intros are kind of gonna just be devoid of jokes, just kind of regular old. Uh, hello, and thank you for having me. And nothing funny about this. 
Oh, sucks. Gosh, you know <laughs> no, what? And no jokes. This the is thing my about new, that. I'm rebranding. <laughs> no jokes. You know, it's funny because as you rebrand as a non-jokester, I'm chuckling over here, my pe- my pal. So <laughs> mission not accomplished. Well, you know, we got to start somewhere. And so, you know, when you first start something, you're bad at it. So mm-hmm. people are still going to maybe get some yucks. Yep. And, but I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to be a non-jokester. Hey. Uh, but thanks for having me. You are so welcome. Uh, it's great having you back. You were here for the Breath of the Wild co-op episode, the first one we ever did. Uh, you were also present for the NFL Blitz episode that we did Super Bowl mm. weekend, unfortunately mm-hmm. on a day where Tom Brady won a Super Bowl, so I'd prefer not to remember that day. Um but have I had you for a third but off the top of your head? And, of course, I'm sure you're all ready for me to quiz you on what episodes you've been on. Mm, I, I, uh, well, I think that's actually it. Maybe that's I it, and this, this is, is you're, a th- you're officially a three-timer. Three. Yeah. Maybe the, I think the only three-timer. So, man, you keep setting fucking the bar, a. Stevens. Let's do it. Let's fucking go. Um, it's so good to have all three of you here. I'm sure the listener is familiar because you've all made the rounds here on the network, but this uh, this. Uh, show in particular, but really quick, um, I'm going to go around and just, uh, if there's anything you want to share about yourself or anything you've been up to, I'd love to throw that out. Um, Jacques Molladeau, first person I introduced. What have you been up to, pal? Anything you want to tell the listener about? Um, sure. I, uh, I'm preparing dinner tonight and I'm using an immersion circulator to cook steak. Whoa. And I'm going to use an air fryer to cook potatoes. And I'm Dang. just like, fuck my ancestors and their old ways. I'm all about <laughs> new science and the Hell past yeah. can suck it. You know, it. Oh. the first thing you said, I think you said immersion circulator. That could Is that a thing from this game or is that just a real cooking tool that we have ex- access to now? Pure uh, cooking. No okay. joke. Uh, not to not to just like go into Mikey's wheelhouse, but there was no bits really. It was like pure <laughs> cooking knowledge. Um, you Mike, can you see know how Jacques clearly better at this already than me. And, <laughs> uh, I'm still learning, though. I got a lot to learn from you, Jacques, because I also thought that was a bit, and it's because I'm just used to being a jokester. And yeah, it's it made me feel really good when you said that you could learn from me how to not make jokes. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> You're welcome, man. You're welcome. See, again, and I'm still Steven's laughing. crushing God. it, dude. Um, Jacques, where can people find you on social media if you want to divulge that information? Um, this is the DJ Toad Patreon level? Yeah. D- well, no, this is, oh yeah, $10 DJ Toad, yeah. Okay, cool. Then yeah, I'll divulge. It's, um, <laughs> my Instagram is at Jacques Ness Monster, and my Twitter is at Jacques Ness. Wow. Okay, cool. Writer extraordinaire over here. Um, Jeremy Schmidt, uh, what the heck have you been doing? I know you've got a, a little a little movie in the works, but also where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime, and they can follow me on, on Instagram at Schmidt, where I do post uh, successful updates about my about my short film starring somebody on this episode. Connor? Connor? Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, I tried. I tried. I, I was gunning for Miranda's role, but I yeah. struck out. <laughs> <laughs> what a, yeah but there's yeah i, I do pu- pr- uh, i do post some successful updates uh on that uh festival run of that short film called skin dinner uh i haven't posted this yet so it's a little exclusive <gasps> for the ten dollar folks but it, it has two live screenings neither of which are in los angeles hey. uh, one is in michigan 
uh, coming up here in April. And then the other one is in Bali. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. International man himself. We're internet. We've gone international. Uh, Dang. We won, we, I won the, I won an award for best uh, first time filmmaker in, in the fourth dimension film festival in Bali. Wow. Well, Hey, congratulations. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. They tell me these awards don't mean anything and it doesn't really help your career <laughs> long term. But, you know, I, I choose to believe what I want to believe, which is especially during Oscar season, too. I'm getting yes. dressed in my own suit and kind of holding my own award up, you know. Uh, well, Jeremy's sort of in yeah. Oscar season right now with Oscar yeah. Montoya blowing up on the Meeks, <laughs> uh, oh, former yeah. co-op uh, episode oh, yeah. participant. It is the Oscar season when he when the Mink airs. Yes. Yeah. Um uh you know star of the film Mikey Stevens, where can people find you? What's your Venmo? Anything else you feel like sharing with us today? Uh you can always as always Venmo me at Mikey Stevens. Uh you can find me on the social at Mikey Loves Mikey. Um, earlier today I played some basketball. Uh, been oh. doing that every Wednesday. Oh, wait, are we talking two K uh, or like you actually like uh, went to a we're basketball talking place? IRL, my boy. Oh. Uh, yeah, and uh, then that's it. And I recently Killer. bought a a bat, a bat for home defense. Oh my gosh, what <laughs> kind? Wood, metal, uh, metal bat. Some nice. Metal, well, hey, better than- all black metal bat. Uh, to defend nice, my home, nice, nice. there was some strange fella that came to the door the other night. Oh no! Uh, when I was not here, and Abby was here, and she thought it was a delivery dude, and so she like, you know, she's a very sweet lady. She went, just kind of opened all the gates, and then had a very strange interaction with the dude. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable with that. We need a fucking bat. You need to be able to hit somebody, clock them smooth out if you gotta. Uh, wow. and that's, Cartoonishly, that's maybe. <laughs> Make them spin around a few times after you whack them. Knock them and they come out of their shoes. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's good. Are there uh, any uh, baseball player signatures on the bat? <laughs> uh, yeah. There's, uh, I think Griffey signed it. Oh, Kent. he actually signed it. It's not like a pre signed, <laughs> no. like yeah, stamped bat. Signed by him. <laughs> uh, gosh. Yeah, that, that's, that's, it. that's it for me. Killer. Cool. Well, Thank you all for being here. Uh, of course, a really fun time where I waited 10 minutes into the episode to even t- introduce the game we're discussing. But if you're looking at the episode name, wherever you're listening to this, you know, today we're discussing Portal. Uh, can't wait to get into it. And the whole reason we're going to discuss this is I had plans to talk about a different game on this podcast uh, that I am probably maybe at best halfway through right now. And this game fell into my lap. So I'm really excited to get into it. Um The first thing I do want to talk to each of you about and hear from you are your history with Valve games and this game in general. Um, Because I, this is my first Valve game. As you know, I have a plenty of missed connections video game wise, but I know that at least one of you has been, has gotten into some of these quite a bit, but Jacques Molyneux, um, Valve games and Portal in general, when did your experience start? Walk us through it, pal. I was super late. I didn't play the original Half-Life when it came out. I knew what it was. And then Half-Life 2 came out and it went on sale at some point later and I got it for my computer and I played it and I was like, wow, this game really is like on a whole other level than all the uh-huh. other games. Uh, it was so awesome. And then I played Portal when the Orange Box came out. Oh, um, and I got 2007. It on my, yeah, and I got it on my 360, I believe. Cool. And yeah, man. I'm gonna save all my thoughts for that for a later segment. But, okay, uh, killer. And you've <laughs> have you played uh, either Team Fortress Two or Portal Two? 
Yes, played both of those. Nice. Yeah, uh, Team Fortress Two is really fun. Um, I like it's one of those games I like got into for a couple weeks and then for no reason didn't play it anymore. Oh, hey, that it happens to the best of us, pal. Um, Jeremy Schmidt, what about you? What's your history with the uh, Valve and this game in general? Um, similarly to Jacques, I did not play a lot of Valve games growing up. Like, I guess because I didn't have a PC that could run. By the time I could run Half-Life on a PC, Half-Life was like already like a doo-doo game. Like it was the, the graphics were already, you know, Half-Life 2 was already out, you know, you know what I mean? Um, oh, I know what a doo-doo game is. I got yeah, you. It was, it was yeah. a doo-doo game. Although I, although I do think that game is, st- you know, for the historical context, very cool to go through again. Like you, you can learn a lot by looking at the way that game is designed, but yeah, uh, valve, like it, valve was such a PC. There's such a PC company like team fortress Two, counter strike. Yeah. Let uh, us say what we want. Valve. Don't, yeah. ho- don't hold oh, us back right. with your PC. Yeah, exactly. They're so PC. I like to let loose, um, <laughs> and kind of ride, ride with the devil. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, uh, isn't isn't Left for Dead also Valve? Too, mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is. So oh, yeah. yeah, again, a super PC, and then and then Xbox 360 got a lot of these games. The Orange Box came out, and around that time in college, uh, Portal was making the waves around the college campuses. Mm. Like I was in, and and people were getting psyched about uh, Portal. And I remember going over to a friend's house, my friend Evan. Shout out, not a patron. Um, he uh, <laughs> he had it, and we would we would get like tanked at the bar, like every did every night, and then come back to his house and play chip away a little bit more at portal before we passed out. And it was, it's such a great memory. And, um, yeah, that's cool. And that's pretty much how the developers intended. They're like, get absolutely hammered at the bar, come home and try to figure this out. <laughs> Do puzzles. I think we're, we'll get to <laughs> yeah. it. But, th- but the team that made portal, I think was a college, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, at least the, uh, and I think you're right. Yeah. They, yeah. they, especially the creators of the, the first game that we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. And then Stevens, I know. Speaking of freaking PCness here, uh, you're a PC pal. What's your history with Valve and Portal in general? Um, well, the year's 1998, <gasps> and the original Half Life comes out, and I don't fucking like this game. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell this is. The year 2000, Counter Strike comes out. Okay. And so Counter-Strike is the first encounter that I have with uh, this engine, let's say, the Half-Life engine, and being like, oh, I like this. This is dope. Okay, so fast forward to 2007. (laughs) The Orange Box comes out. (laughs) I've heard of this. And yeah, that had Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life Episode 2, Team Fortress 2, and Portal, and Portal was one of those like sneaky little. I felt like bonus games. I definitely mm. was buying it for the for Half Life and for Team Fortress Two, which I played a ton of that game. And then Portal was like, it was like one of those that I was like, oh yeah, and this this little game is is on here, and it ended up being like, what a fucking banger of a game. Yeah. Uh, so great. So, it, but it was just like such a just felt like a treat. Um, cause I really was buying the orange box for Half-Life 2 and for Team Fortress 2. And so here's this little cutie, little, little treat of a game. Um, just 
Absolutely loved it. Such a great sense of humor. Just, just incredible. So yeah, long, long time. Uh, was was very much like a stan of Valve, mm-hmm. and then I think they've kind of, kind of fallen off the path. Was the controller like, what did it for you? <laughs> I honestly, you I seem think to it have was a memory like, of you not liking it. I, I really didn't like their controller, but it was, <laughs> I think it was around the time like Dota 2 came out and it kind of just mm. like, it was like, I don't know, that seems like what they're all about now is like mm. that and kind of, I don't know, I'm just like, well, what about all these other cool little games that were coming out? Um, yeah, so I don't know. And hey, Steam, I think, just blew up in such a crazy way that, mm-hmm. I don't know, they probably weren't expecting it. They're a little company out of seattle uh um so i think yeah i don't know maybe they just kind of got swallowed up and lost in the sauce a little bit but i miss the old little scrappy valve that was just putting out banger games you know yeah didn't you i think if maybe i'm incorrect in assuming this but all three of you are portal 2 people as well correct you've all continued well i can't i can't blame you because Having just had my first experience with the first, I'm like really hungry for it already. As much as I have a way other stuff on my plate game wise, I'm excited to get into it. Um, have, have any of you? I doubt any of you have touched uh, Half Life Alex though. None of you. Is that because it's VR? a VR game? And do any of us yeah, have it? No. I've heard really good things though. I wonder if Hearn's it. played that. <laughs> Hearn's I've got heard really some good VR things, stuff. and I think if you just have Steam, you have it. Oh. I think is how it works. Oh, that's cool. It's just in my library. Oh. Um, and I yeah. think it was like, maybe it's like if you purchased, I don't know. It's have, just there. And have any like, of you guys heard of the new game that they released for the Steam Deck that takes place in the Portal universe? No. What no. is this? Yeah, I heard about it, but I don't, I don't know too much. I don't know too much. All I know is that there is a robot in it voiced by Nate Bargatze, and that sounds delightful because... Yeah, they always pick like really clutch, cool voice actors mm-hmm. for their, and their writing is always so on point. I'm really excited to play it. But I, from what I understand, it is sort of like a, you can play it on PC, but it's built around the Steam Deck's like functionality. Okay. So it's, yeah. Interesting. Very so Jacques cool. Jacques will be enjoying that in the next few months or so. Are you? Do you have one that's supposed to arrive for you, Mr. Molodu? I have it on pre-order. I haven't heard anything from them. They said Q2 2022. Sheesh. Okay. <laughs> Coming up soon. Very cool. That's that, That'll be good for us to have one in the ecosystem of of this little uh, network so we can have a voice speaking about it. And that's that's all I really am looking for out of my friends is like what function do yeah. you uh, – can you hold for us? Like how um, Hearn is the Alex guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, not even VR, just that game. Um, Mike, Mikey plays real-life basketball on yeah. Wednesdays. <laughs> Like, uh, and then Costanza makes uh, uh, masturbation jokes on Twitter. So we all yeah, have our yeah, we all yeah, have yeah, our space. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. Well, for me, as I think I previewed a little bit earlier on the podcast, I uh, just got introduced to my first Valve game. I've been very aware of Half Life for a while, and, and of course Counter Strike. I've known what Team Fortress Two was. You know what? Now that I say that. I have played Left 4 Dead. I played that a little bit in college uh, on the 360. Had a really good time playing with some friends. 
But recently, uh, and by recently I mean literally a week ago, I was very fortunate to do a to participate in a commercial shoot where I got to act in a commercial and. This has happened multiple times where I've been coming from north of Los Angeles, driving back to where I live, and I realize I'm going through Burbank and decide, well, I've earned it. I'll stop by Game Realms, a local uh, indie video game store, and I'll buy something to treat myself. So I go into this Game Realms, and I don't know what I want, but I'm browsing, know I'm going to buy something. And sure enough, they have uh, – I texted this to our little group, but they had a copy of the Orange Box on – PlayStation 3, which you can't oh. see because I've got a fake little background there. There you go. Nice. Um, so uh, It's uh, an orange. It looks orange. It's orange. Part of the box is orange, at least part it's of it. It's a box. It's square. Part of it's translucent. <laughs> we'll um, say they, that it's, uh, it looks worse. That, uh, the PS3 that, one? No, just that it's like an updated version. When I got it, it literally oh. was an orange, like, fucking box. Oh, a little thing. box. You know, yeah. I wonder if that even came with it and it just was lost to time before that little disc case oh, made yeah. it. Um, Connor, but, I, yeah. I, I'm excited to hear how that played because I remember when I got my PS3, the word on the street was it was unplayable. The orange box was so broken on PS3. Oh, no. Well, for the most part, functioned really well. There was a level where when I died a few mm-hmm. times, it would not reload the game. And when I would quit out the game, the PS3 would just reset. Uh, very Great. strange. Yeah. <laughs> Great. But, and I honestly, I was so late in the game, I for a minute was like, oh no, am I not going to finish this? Yeah. Anyway, um, picked that up. Uh, and uh, and, and I'll, I'll talk about the commercial another day because it's video game related. So I'll be excited to, since this will probably make it in the preview, I don't want to shout it out yet. Um, but. Yeah, I played this game uh, Sunday night. I had the whole night free. I went, I picked up a pizza, and I was like, I looked up how long it would take to get through Portal because I think I knew it was short. And I got to the 18th level of the game, the little nice. 18th test or whatever. And uh, that was the part where it kept the my system had issues and I couldn't finish it. Um, so I picked it up again the next night after work and just That's the momentum one. Isn't yes, it, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And it's really phenomenal, but I was getting frustrated and I'll get into it. Um, but yeah, I'm just like blown away and I'm so excited that the three of you were down to talk about this because I just was really excited. I also am coming into this feeling a little uh, uh, just I'm so fresh on it. I'm really excited to hear some more mature and seasoned takes because, uh, yeah, I just I, I'm interested. I don't even know how much I'm going to have to contribute, but let's get into um, a little bit of the game itself. Specifically, I want to talk about some of the history and context um, because it's it's quite interesting. So um, let's see. Uh, Portal, uh, we've already talked about it. It was two, from 2007. It's a puzzle platform game developed and published by Valve, released as a part of the bundle, the Orange Box, um, which came out for Windows, Xbox 360, and PlayStation 3 as well. And since then, it's come out for Mac OS X, Linux, Android, uh, and um, I don't know if it's out for the Switch. It was announced, though, this year. So I don't believe it's out yet. But it, it, that and the sequel are supposed to come out. Um, but uh, it's it's beginning. The genesis of this whole thing is really interesting. Um, Jeremy, you were sort of talking about it uh, a little earlier, uh, that, that, that it came from a, a college. But I forget what the guy's name is. Uh, could be a little more prepared. But the Val, the director over at Valve, what's it? What's Gabe this guy's Newell? name? 
Gabe Newell went to like a a <laughs> conference. I had it right here, and now I'm like, why can't I find this? Uh, but he I went kind to- of expected Mikey and Jacques to be more impressed when I said that <laughs> name. <laughs> um, uh, so th- it basically, Gabe Newell went to some sort of. Uh, convention or just make it up or a conference he went to the he went to the moon where they were doing (laughs) cool video game stuff and uh he had stumbled upon this this team they were from digipen they had created this game called narbacular drop which included a lot of the same elements that we have in portal the uh it had its own version of a portal which was like this open mouth door looking thing and they also played with uh physics as well and apparently on the spot after seeing this uh offered them all a job um these people being designer kim swift uh and i guess right it was written by eric walpa and chet falizek and then uh yeah so that was the team who was responsible for this that rocks. I think that that rocks. Like if uh, if Valve, it makes me think that because I think Team Fortress was also. I'm not sorry, not Team Fortress, but Left 4 Dead was also a, a studio, another oh. studio that or people that they brought in to mm-hmm. like a Turtle Rock, right? And they like yeah. kind of like uh, adopt. They like, hey, we love it. You know, become you're part of Valve now. You know, like if that's all Valve ever did, they're so good at sourcing talent mm-hmm. for their yeah. for their games. Um, or like man. someone was, you know? Yeah, their like eyes some, and ears were open. Someone was really good at the company, and I wish they would just keep doing that. Uh, yeah. I think we lost Jeremy, but... Oh, yeah, we definitely did. He froze out, which which happens. We'll get him back um, pretty soon. But were either of you aware of this whole history of, uh, of how Valve got involved with this game? Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. Great. No, anything 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 to say or share about it for for you, Jacques? No, nah, I just think it's cool because it's like they made the coolest game ever and it's fun that it was yeah. like these three college people who were like integrated into an established company or maybe not three, maybe more, but it, they were like integrated into this company who had all the resources to be yeah. like, let's do this thing. It's it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um and what ended up happening was, I mean, this was in 2005 when this whole thing went down. And then by 2007, this thing comes out on the orange box as I think Jeremy characterized it, uh, you know, just like a little little addition. It was a little cherry on top for Half-Life 2 and Team Fortress 2. Um, but here we, it ended up being uh, critically acclaimed, uh, one of the most critically acclaimed uh, as, as an, such an original idea in the in the year 2007 despite you know i guess some people had some criticism for the duration and and the limited story but i actually am like like what are you fucking that's, kidding me that's so that is so lame it's so <laughs> stupid uh like. yeah well I, I was gonna say this uh it's what's this game comes out the orange box is what it is it's yeah. old games from the pc bring brought over to consoles this thing lights the world on fire and yeah. like no one even remembers <laughs> that anything else came out on the orange box. It's yeah. known as how you get to play portal on your, uh, on your, on your console. And it's so much, I think, I think at this point portal might be toe to toe with half-life for how pre- esteemed and prestigious the IP is. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I also, they, and they also both get talked about as like the not just a great game, but the best game ever made. And I think there's this, I still think there's a really strong argument that Portal might be the best game ever made. 
And Portal 2 might be the second. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. I agree completely. I can't yeah. wait to get into it. I mean, yeah. when I, <clears throat> I don't want <clears throat> to, excuse me, Jesus, put the cart before the horse here, but when I uh, just, just you know, texted Jacques out of the, Jacques Molladou out of the blue yesterday, I was like, hey, are you a, are you a portal freak? And I believe your response was, it's my favorite game of all time. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. Uh, really tickled me. And, uh, and then Stevens, I was like, I figured there was a good chance because of your, your Valve history and. Sure enough, it worked out. Stevens, um, what does it rank for you? Pretty high? Low? Definitely, definitely pretty <laughs> high. Um, I think also, like, literally playing through it today, like, the sheer replayability of it is definitely puts it up there. Um, yeah, it's great. It's yeah. such a great, great game. I don't know, though. I don't know. Maybe top five. I'll say top five. Okay. So high though. Like you, high. Yeah. For sure. Right. One of the best. One of the best games ever made. Definitely. Yeah. Hands down. I uh as as we're pretty much wrapping up the the history and context, because there's not a lot more to say besides that it was, you know, followed by a sequel, Portal Two, released in two thousand seven, which is a lot longer. It expands on the storyline. I it adds some gameplay mechanics and, and a co op multiplayer mode. Um this game was just so hard to put down uh like and i was i had given myself that evening and i sort of knew this was going to happen based on all that i've heard um jeremy i may have even mentioned it on like our uh, we did an episode on our like video game blind spots for super npcs last year this may have come up for me and if it didn't like it should have um just as one of those kind of what i'm experiencing with the metal gear solid series right now uh something so acclaimed and so revered by so many people that I had never touched and just now am experiencing and just like, yeah, this is as good as everyone said it is. And I'm enjoying it as much, which it's so you know, awesome. I'm sure. What were you going to say? I just said, that's so awesome. I'm like so happy for you having that experience. It's yeah. Like, like just like, got to do that within the last couple of days, which is why I was like, can you, can we talk about this please? Uh, yeah. so <clears throat> you have such a stupid voice. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I normally sound. I'm putting on a voice now to sound yeah. like a podcast. Host this is your hot guy. guy voice. Yeah, yeah, this is my hot guy voice. Uh, like a little high. A little, yeah. My voice octave is a little high. Um, Not on my watch, brother. <laughs> that's me, baby. Um, but yeah, why don't we get into uh, the actual game itself? Um, I had a chance to flip it on, like I was telling you guys, I think truly 10 minutes before we were supposed to meet, and was just trying to see how much of it I could get through to start. And something that I remember, again, I'm so fortunate that I this just happened, all just happened to me, so it's so fresh. The moment for me, even knowing the premise of the game and what I'm going to get to do, what these portals are doing, where... You are you wake up in that chamber as the the main character. I guess the main character's name is Chell, but I don't even think that's actually uttered in this game. Um, when that portal opens up and you can finally get out of your little room and you see yourself ahead of you moving left to right was like actually shocking to me when I first <laughs> started this game. It's it felt like it was such a clever way to get introduce you to that and actually as it happens throughout the every time it happened in the game or you would just see yourself in a portal that you had created i was always like oh that's really cool that this works (laughs) (laughs) um gosh i know that stevens you got to replay uh 
that this game today maybe the entire was it the entire thing today uh well i'm literally on 19 of 19 puzzles okay cool Ooh, you're right uh, before the twist yeah right before when you're there yeah um uh any if anyone wants to talk about this o- little opening moment or if it was if it wasn't as significant to you that's fine but like it almost like sets the stage for like how i was wowed throughout a lot of it jeremy it, you're sort it, of shaking your head i will a bit. say i will say uh i that show showing you looking at you is a great it's like use it's like telling you to use this yes. in the future mm-hmm. which you definitely do uh, mm-hmm. any chance you can to like kind of yeah dip into a portal and then like maybe readjust it or kind of like look it's such uh, yeah like you said it's such a clever mechanic shown to you immediately and also kind of like a little tip if you're especially going through it now and kind of like I, I probably didn't pick it up on the time it probably just fucking blew my mind the yeah. first time I went through but playing it now I'm like oh yeah right use that like mm-hmm. use use the portal and look at yourself and look at you know look at things um just encouraging you to be a, like observant and pay attention to every little detail uh yeah, sorry, a full Jeremy, length mirror when you, you got cut two you portal off. guns right exactly yeah I I think that that's all definitely true um, one thing that also always gets me about the intro is when you are exposed the f- for the first time to the art direction of the game, which is mm-hmm. um, uh, unfortunately been done to death like every good thing. You know, it's been kind of copied by a lot of other games, uh, but it's just the, st- the sterility of it. It's like a sterile, white kitschy sort of Rockefeller mm-hmm. throwback to like the 1950s, maybe Astro future and it's so good <laughs> and it's yeah. so it's so perfect and and sh- and I think that's another that's also a thing that always shocks me right away every anytime I go back to the, one of these games I'm always like oh fuck yeah the art direction's so wild like <laughs> yeah it's like that's I don't want to get into the story yet but that's just like it's story the choice mm-hmm. to make it mm-hmm. so sterile and bland but like nice but it's also just like so sterile that you're like you think it's just VR missions. You yeah. think the game is just VR missions. Yeah. Yeah. I like it's, it's so cool. And I actually really do like the aesthetic is probably what something Jacques was going to get into. I really loved it for this scenario and what you're actually doing and what you find to come for the game and the story. Uh, and there's something about that, that I am still as far as the, just the aesthetic itself in a vacuum that I still like uh in in a setting and maybe i haven't been exposed to it too much but like i loved inner because you can you can press a, a button like square or what have you uh to pick up items in this game and i found myself just like this happens i feel like anytime in a first person game when i find out you can pick stuff up i'm just like picking up the mug and dropping it in the toilet or picking up the radio and then accidentally drop it and it, sh- it breaks uh <laughs> just toying around in there i think uh I also forgot to mention when I f- that portal portal first does open up and there's a countdown that the this voiceover uh, Gladys is giving you, telling you I believe that you are a test subject about to do some tests. Uh, I didn't understand that that was me in front of me, and maybe that's because I'm coming from such a male centric view where I'm like I'm going to see a guy. If I'm going <laughs> to see anything, it's going to be a I wanna guy. I want to see a dude. Yeah, where are my freaking uh where's my where's toxic my nards? Balls? Yeah. Where's my where are my balls? <laughs> yeah, show some scrote here, guys. <laughs> show um, me some scrote. Uh but so I was a little it took cause it it'll in some of these early levels, 
as these portals are opening up before you actually acquire the gun, they're on a little bit of a switching countdown where it'll be maybe five seconds it's on, five seconds it's off. So the first time it happened, I didn't even know what was going on. And then when it happened again, I was ready for it. And as I started to walk through and saw myself move, yeah, it was just like, oh, okay. So this is what we're getting into. Um, speaking of the the voice that we hear at the beginning, Gladys, I, you know, not knowing what was to come later in the game after the test subject levels of ni- the 19 that you go through, um, I was just like, I was really entertained by this voice. And obviously this game is lauded for its humor and its writing and the voice acting. Um, but I would love to hear uh, from you guys on just the character of Gladys in general. And you can, even if you got to get into story spoilers, I'd, I'd love to hear from maybe you, Jacques, uh, any thoughts on just this voice that you're, that is just constantly talking to you throughout the game. Yeah. I think she's like maybe the best character ever in a video game. I think that <laughs> like, honestly, it's so incredible. They do, like on the, the sterility, they what they do is they give you this character who you think is a robot with no personal motivations and identity and is just like executing things. And they make her like fun and charming, but in a way that you would believe a robot would be like programmed. Yeah. And you're like, you believe this. And then they just add layers. Mm-hmm. And you she starts asking you to do things that are deeply sadistic mm-hmm. and so dark. And you're like... Oh God, this is like, (laughs) this isn't in like a pre-programmed robotic unit. It's like, she's a monster and just like one of the best villains ever. I, yeah. And the name is incredibly clever. It's like, they just like knocked it out of the park with this character. Can you tell me about the, what's cool about the name? I, cause my little, my, my pea brain over here doesn't get it. So it's just OS, like operating system. Glad OS. She's like a little happy OS. She's like... (laughs) You know, it's like, ah, and it's a name, Gladys. So it's just like really like, they, I, I like, I'm sure they brainstormed on it. Yeah. Someone that suggested on that levels. and they were like, okay, done on to the next yeah, part great. of it. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't need to pitch on this anymore. Hey there, listener. Thank you again for listening to the preview of the latest Call Me By Your Game co-op episode, of course, discussing Portal with producer of the show Jeremy Schmidt, Jacques Maladou, and Mikey Stevens. And for one last time, if you'd like to listen to the episode in its entirety uh, and support our network, you can do so by subscribing at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. There's a link in the description below. Thanks for listening to the preview and we'll see you next week for a brand new spanking traditional episode. Don't I think I meant to say spanking before, uh, you know, in between brand and new, but hey, we all make mistakes. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>